Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. What if I was to tell you that the little tiny nation of Switzerland, the place that is known for the beautiful snow-capped mountains, the ski lodges, people going on vacation there, the beautiful landscapes, all the pictures that you see painted of the mountains, you maybe even think about, you know, the Swiss army knife or, you know, Swiss bank accounts. But what if I told you there's much more to that nation, the nation of Switzerland? What if I was to tell you that that little tiny country is unlike any in the world, and probably, actually, likely, a portal to hell or another dimension. We are gonna get into that, and we're gonna blow your mind on this episode. I want to thank all of our partners. I want to thank everybody that during this live premiere and all of the replays that hit the super chat, super thanks. You don't know how much you mean to us. If you hadn't hit that subscribe button yet, and especially throughout the program, hit that like button, smash that like button. Nothing helps us more than that. Let's get into this. I want to tell you that I believe that you would probably agree with me that we are on a collision course with darkness. We have never seen things accelerate the way they have accelerated in this generation. You know, all of our lives, we've heard about the mark of the beast. We've heard about, uh, you know, the system that would go, that would bring in the mark of the beast. For generations, people have talked about this. In fact, I remember when I was a kid, just a little boy, I'm going to date myself here because some of you are going to, your mind's going to be blown that there was a time uh, not too long ago, that when you would pick up a product, it didn't have the the UPC code on the back of it. The UPC code, of course, is that little black and white thing with the lines on the back that you scan on the scanner. We've seen it. It's on everything now. But when I was a kid, it wasn't on everything. And uh, that's how old I am. And I remember when it first started rolling out, and we would walk through the grocery store, me and my little brother and my mom. And uh, I remember my mother telling me, I, I remember it like it was yesterday, they'd be like a, a can of beans on the shelf. And uh, it was right around the time that they started doing that and scanning it. Not all the uh, grocery stores was doing it, but she would tell me, she'd say, Hey, get me a can of beans up there, Larry. And she says, you better not get me one with the mark of the beast on it. <laughs> and I'd say, what do you mean the mark of the beast? And she'd say, turn that thing around. And she, she'd tell me to turn that can around. I was just a boy, but I remember it. And she'd look at that UPC code. And she said, I'm going to tell you something, son. One day this right here is going to be the mark of the beast. It's going to be the beginning of the mark of the beast. So she'd buy a can that didn't have it on there. Well, of course, there come a time that you didn't have that option anymore because everything's got a UPC code on it now. But you know what? She might have been onto something uh, because really, you know, that was the uh, the preview of scanning. And of course, eventually, it goes to digital currency. And then, of course, we know in this channel we talk about it all the time. Uh, there are implants in the hand. Things in the head. There's facial scanning now. People are paying with their palm. They're paying with their face. So I think my mom was onto something. So the beast system has been in the works for a long time, and we are seeing it being implemented more and more. 
But now, for those that understand what the big picture really means, it doesn't just mean the big picture politically. It doesn't just mean the big picture um, in our culture. It means the big picture spiritually. There are things going on in the spirit realm, ladies and gentlemen, that are as real as this video. They are as real as your watch on your wrist. They are as real as the skin on your body. It is called spiritual warfare. Uh, if there is a God, and there is, then there is a devil. If there is a heaven, then there is a hell. And if there are angels, then there are fallen angels. And, of course, there are demon spirits. And Revelation chapter 13, verse 1 tells us that there's going to come a beast system that is going to unleash what we would know as the Antichrist and the mark of the beast. And I'll just, I'm not going to read a lot of Bible in this teaching because i got a lot of ground to cover, but I am going to read this one verse. It said in chapter 13, verse 1 of Revelation, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his head a blasphemous name. We know that there will be a beast system that will rise. Now, what are we going to talk about on this video? Well, let me just give you a preview of what I'm about to get into. And you need to stay all the way to the end because at the very end of this video, I'm going to tell you some things about this subject, this nation, and this region that you've never heard before. I'm going to show you how one nation and one region has been the catalyst for generations now, y'all, for a long time of this beast system. I'm also going to show you, and most people that are watching the big picture, not all, not many of you, this will be the first time you've really heard of it or you've heard of CERN, but you've never really, you don't really know what it is. You don't really know what's going on at CERN. But many of you are very well educated, know a lot more about it than I do. So I'm not going to pretend to be an expert. But I am going to tell you some things about CERN, C-E-R-N. I'm going to tell you something about CERN uh, and how, why, how and why CERN was birthed to be the tool of acceleration of the beast system. Now, for those that know what CERN is, and it's the, you know, the, the underground atom crusher and all the things that we'll talk about in just a minute, I want to show you that it's much more than that, that what we know about CERN is not what really CERN, what CERN really is. And what we've been told that CERN was designed for was a distraction from what it really was designed for. I'm going to show you that the people that started CERN and those connected today are on a mission from Lucifer himself to create a delivery method that would program the world to prepare them for the beast system and the eventual rise of the Antichrist and the mark of the beast. What? CERN? Oh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to be amazed when you find out what's really going on. I will show you how this one neutral country that we talked about, Switzerland, has now become the global launching pad of darkness and evil and has now created and released into this world, I'm going to call it two entities that are now shaping everything we know, everything that we as a culture believe, all of the narratives that are being repeated over and over again by the media, by Hollywood, by everybody on this channel, uh, is they're coming out of the same, same country. Now, you're going to have to stay with me for just a few minutes because I've got to set the stage here. And, and we're going to go a little bit deep. But I promise you that 
if you will stay and you will be patient and you will let me take you on a journey, it's going to change your entire perspective of the moment in which you live. I'm going to show you in this teaching why everything you see and hear in this video is a warning to you and should be a warning to you of the rise of the beast system. And finally, I'm going to show you how we got here and what the long game is that the enemy is playing, and he has been playing for many, many millennia. Now, before we do that, we have to understand what the big picture really is in this situation. It is darkness. We are in a war, ladies and gentlemen, and I believe most people realize that, the, that they have come after our children. They are not hiding their demonic intentions for this moment. How did this world get to the place that it is right now? How in this world did we uh, come to a place where it looks like all of morals and all of our culture has been shifted so quickly? How the light seems to be going dimmer and dimmer, and it seems to get, be getting darker and darker. Well, you have to understand something about the war that we are in. It is not a war of flesh. It is a war of light and darkness. Now, before you can understand darkness, I have to say something about light. The Bible says that we are called to be the light. Remember, Jesus said himself, I am the light of the world. But then he goes on to say, where he says, for as long as I'm in this world, I'm the light of this world. And then, of course, he tells his disciples, and of course becomes proxy to all of the people that would ever believe in him, that you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. If the light is not shining, darkness will win. If the salt is not flavoring, all has lost its purpose. So what about light? Well, the Bible tells us that the way we learn spiritual principles is by studying natural principles. In fact, it tells us in Scripture that he doesn't give us the spiritual first for our understanding, but rather the natural first, and then after that, the spiritual. Let me give you an example of what I mean. When God wants you to understand what it means to be planted, to be strong, to be able to fight against uh, storms of life that would come against you, he will say something like this. He will say, I want you to be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water where your roots go deep. Well, we can understand that. We can look at that tree and we can understand what he meant by that. So then we apply that spiritually to our life. Nicodemus came to Jesus in the middle of the night and said, I want to follow you. I want to be a part of your kingdom. What must I do to become a part of your kingdom? And he said, Nicodemus, you must be born again. Well, in the natural, Nicodemus couldn't understand it. What do you mean? i got to go back in my mother's womb and come out a second time. He said, no, that which is born of the, nat of the, of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So he was trying to teach him, use the natural understanding that you have of being born out of your mother to also show you, to understand, help you understand the spiritual principle of being born again. Well, that being said, then when we think about light, where well, we can't, the light of the world and spiritual light in the spiritual battle that we fight, we can't equate it to natural light because it's not the same. But it will teach us how these principles work. And it will also teach us why CERN and why the forces that are in play that we're talking about on this episode chose to do the things that they're doing and the way they chose to do it. Going back to light, well, we know that light in the natural travels at 186,000 miles per second, okay? All scientists agree 
that light, any kind of light, any kind of generated light, that it travels to the perception of the eye from the time that it is illuminated to the time that it can be seen and it and the speed in which it's moving in whatever direction it's moving, like a flashlight turning from, you know, it's, we can't even process that in our mind, 186,000 miles per second. Well, now watch this. Light travels at, at the speed of 186,000 miles per second. Well, that's in the natural. How fast, how, what is the speed of light in the spirit? Well, it travels at the speed of voice and action. Okay, so now, but watch this. That's what we're talking about right now. We're trying to help you understand how the enemy works and why he is doing what he's doing in CERN and in that region because he understands the power of light and he understands the power of darkness. So when you look at Scripture, it almost implies that darkness was created first before light because, you know, Genesis chapter 1 says, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth, and it says, and the earth was without form and void and dark. Darkness was on the face of the deep. Well, then the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the water. And then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Well, here's the thing. It looks like God, for, for there to be darkness on the earth, because everything's created by God, then he must have created darkness. Well, that's not the truth because here's the reality. Darkness actually doesn't even exist. Darkness is not real. Even in the natural, it's not real. Darkness does not exist. You need to get that inside of you. You may have never heard those words said the way I'm saying them right now. Darkness does not exist. Even the same scientists that agree that light travels at 186,000 miles per second agrees that darkness does not exist. So then how is it dark? Well, dark, darkness is simply this. It is the absence of light. So when you turn the light out and every light, man-made or natural, in that room leaves that room, then that room is completely dark. So, so what does that mean when it comes to spiritual warfare? Well, when you hear that darkness is reigning and when you hear that the spirit of darkness has come upon a nation, that doesn't mean that there's a cloud of darkness that rolled in and is taking over like a dark storm cloud came in from the pits of hell and is taking over a city or a region. No, it means that the light of that region has been growing dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. That the things that we are supposed to be shining and that the light that we are supposed to be portraying, we have chosen to not let that light shine. In fact, we've chosen to turn the light off. We've chosen to be quiet when all of these issues are being spoken of, whether it be life uh, in, in the womb, whether it be the design of family by God, whether it be uh, you know what God's perfect will uh, for sexual intimacy, gender, identity, all these things that could go on and on and on. We've chosen to be silent. And when we choose to be silent, we choose to dim the light. And the more we are silent, the dimmer that we become, the more it appears that darkness is winning. So keep that in mind. Darkness does not exist. It's the absence of light. So here's a deep question to you. Just a little side note before we really delve into the purpose of this video. And I hope that you've stayed with me for the first 15 minutes of this video because 
right after this statement, we're going to get into some things about this region and what is happening with CERN and Switzerland and that whole region. But you got to get this. Now, I think we've established, and you probably already knew it before I said it, but if you didn't know it before I said it, you now know that light travels at the speed of 186,000 miles per second. Well, then, if that is the case, then what is the speed in the natural that darkness travels? Now, hold up. Didn't you just say that darkness doesn't exist? I did. But this is, this is a legitimate question. Even though it doesn't exist, we know that when we walk in a room where there's no light on, darkness is in that room because there's no light. So here's the reality. Here's the question. It's almost like a trick question. What is the speed of darkness? Well, the speed of darkness is 186,000 miles per second. Wait, what? What do you mean? Because darkness travels right behind light. So if, if I turn the light on or if I've got a flashlight and I'm shining that flashlight straight at you, well, wherever that flashlight is hitting, darkness has been dispelled. But around both sides, there's an edge of that light. On some, on, on wherever that light ends, there's an edge. And on the, other, on the edge of that light pattern, there's darkness because there's no light hitting it. When I take that flashlight and I move it away to something else, if I'm looking straight at you right now with that flashlight, well, darkness has, has been dispelled at 186,000 miles per second. But when I move the light, the light is moving at 186,000 miles per second, but right behind it is darkness. Darkness is always trailing the absence of light. So the answer to, to a world that seems like darkness is coming from, from left and right is not to be afraid of the darkness. It is to make sure that there's more light going in every direction, okay? So that was a neat little thing there to teach you. Now, if you have not hit that like button and that subscribe button, now would be a perfect time to do it because we need to put this in front of people. People need to see this on YouTube. They need to see what I'm about to tell you, okay? Now, let's get into why that matters because there is a place— called CERN. CERN is a, a, it is a, an incredible, incredible collider, underground collider. And I don't know all the scientific details of all that is going into, into you know, the tunnels that they've cut and, and you know, what they're doing there as they collide uh, these atoms. You know, what they've made it very clear that they are searching for what they call the God particle. They believe that they can recreate what they call the Big Bang of when the world was created. Okay, now, let me just tell you that that's the narrative that you've been told. You've been told that they're searching for the God particle. They're not searching for the God particle. That is just a good way of just making us be intrigued by what they're doing and just, and almost, even for the Christians, almost like, well, you can't find the God particle because you ain't God. There ain't no such thing as a big bang. All that. That's just, that's smoke and mirrors. CERN, ladies and gentlemen, is an, a very, very demonic and evil thing. It is not purely scientific. Am I saying that nothing scientific is going there? No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that the people that created CERN, the people that operate CERN, and the ultimate goal of CERN is not to find some God particle. What is happening at CERN? Here's a few interesting facts about CERN. 
and you can see the image that's on the screen there of how vast this is. Part of it is in Switzerland, and part of it is in France. The collider, the, the particles that are going through this collider underground are traveling, listen to this, at 99.99999. That's what I got from my research, 99.99999% of the speed of light. So it's just shy of light. Now, I just told you that darkness travels right behind light. I think it's interesting that no matter how hard they try, they can't close that one last digit to be able to say that they can map it perfectly, that, the, that their collider is traveling at the speed of light because their collider, no matter how bright the light is that's in it, is not the light that it's really chasing. It is traveling its natural light, but it's darkness that is actually traveling. Now, there are many, many people who work at CERN, people that know people that work at CERN, people currently that are working there and retired, have stated emphatically uh, they have absolutely signed documents that they're telling the truth, raised their hand, put their hand on the Bible, uh, whatever. I mean, that's all we can go by because we're not inside CERN. But multiple people have come out of CERN and said that they are not creating a God particle, that they are pursuing, listen to me, portals. They are, they are desiring to open up portals to other dimensions. Now, before you check out on me, listen to me. Big picture. We understand if you believe in spiritual warfare, if you believe in angels, if you believe in demons, if you believe there is something called spiritual warfare, then you believe in multi-dimensions. There are three heavens that are mentioned in Scripture. There is the atmospheric heaven where our clouds are. There is the cosmic heaven where all the planets and the stars are. And then there is the place heaven where God resides. So there are it, just in heaven, there are three dimensions of heaven. Well, we know that there are dimensions in the spirit realm, and then there's dimensions in the flesh realm. Well, in the flesh realm, we are limited to this dimension. We, we cannot see into, go into, and operate in the spirit realm. And spirit beings have the ability to come into our atmosphere and in our world around us, uh, but they cannot understand what it's like to walk in our dimension of the flesh. In fact, the Bible says the angels basically are, not the word jealous, but they, they look in on the things of man and desire the things of man, because they know that man was the only thing in creation that was given dominion, and they don't have dominion, but we have we have dominion. We have choice. So there's dimension of the flesh. There's the dimension of the spirit. Well, there's the dimension of what the spirits live in. That realm is, we can't comprehend that realm. That's out of our finite mind understanding. Well, in that realm, there are portals. There are when I say portals, I mean there are places that are more demonic than any other place or many other places and regions around the world. In fact, I'm teaching right now at the time of this uh, recording. Who knows when you'll be watching this? And even if it's years later, you can always go back and watch this. I've, right now I'm teaching verse by verse of the book of Revelation. And you know, one of the places in the book of Revelation, it calls uh, the seat of Satan. 
Well, when you study that out, that means, you know, he don't, it's not that he just has a throne there, but there was a incredible demonic presence there in that region that, that it was known as the seat of Satan, meaning it was a portal to where demon spirits were coming and going and they were gathering and they were getting their orders from in that area. Well, I want to submit to you Without a doubt, there there is no doubt. I'm, I'm not hypothesizing. I'm telling you, as a preacher of the gospel, there is no doubt in my mind. As crazy as this sounds, the nation of Switzerland and the region of CERN is a demonic portal. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to show you something right now that I promise you 99% of people watching this did not know. Now, some of you knew this, but 99% of the people watching this program have never heard what you're about to hear. Because I'm going to show you the origins, the demonic origins of that area. What is the number one programming tool? Programming meaning how the, how the system of the world is programming our minds. What is the number one programming tool that has shaped our world into a narrative and deconstructed, quite frankly, the faith of millions of people faster and more efficiently than any other tool in the history of the demonic realm. Well, without a doubt, it is the Internet. The Internet has changed the world. I think we all agree with it. It can be used for good. Look what we're doing right now. We're teaching and we're training right here on the Internet. Well, at the same, in the, on the same platform, people are being programmed to, to worship the devil, to question their gender, and all these different kinds of things. But it all comes through the Internet. The Internet has changed the entire world. It's changed the church. It's changed family. It's changed business. It's changed government. It has changed everything in less than 30 years or right at 30 years, basically exactly 30 years. Here's the thing that you've never heard before. The ability to browse the web, okay? Everybody say that with me, the web. Because people don't use that term anymore. We call it the internet. But, but when it first came out, it was called the World Wide Web, okay? You remember that? The ability to browse the web, and that's what the web is. The internet is the delivery method. It is the system that delivers all this data. But the browser on your phone or on your computer that you use to type in youtube.com or to uh, whatever, scroll through the app using the internet, all of them have a version of a browser built in it, which basically decodes the, the computer language and allows you to browse the world wide web. That term has been dropped, but that's what it is. Now, who invented the internet? Well, some of you think it was Al Gore, okay? It wasn't Al Gore, okay? Even though he took credit for it back when he was running for president. For some reason, he wanted to say that he invented the Internet. He did not invent the Internet. And contrary, the World Wide Web is what we're talking about. Contrary to what you probably have been told, the World Wide Web was not invented by the military. It was not invented by the military of the United States, which many people believe that it was. Ladies and gentlemen, the World Wide Web was invented at CERN. What? 
Yes. The World Wide Web was invented at CERN. The very first website at CERN and the world was dedicated to the World Wide Web project itself and hosted on a man named Berner Lee on his computer that was an IBM computer called the Next Computer. In 2013, CERN launched a project to restore the first ever website. They went back and they found the code and they rebuilt it. What were they rebuilding? They were rebuilding a moment that happened in the labs of CERN in the nation of Switzerland on April 30th, 1993. When this goes live right now, live, we are almost exactly to the day of that. This went live on April 20th. Don't know when you're watching this of 2023 on April 30th, 1993. Berner Lee on his computer put the worldwide so, uh, pub, the worldwide web software that he invented in the public domain. Later, CERN made a release available with an open license, a sure way to maximize its dissemination. These actions allowed the web to flourish. So the whole worldwide web was adopted and has been programmed ever since by the minds of the leaders of CERN itself. So basically, listen to what I'm saying when it comes to CERN. We just think that CERN, the legacy of CERN, is they're, going, they're colliding atoms and they're pursuing scientific research. Everything we know about everything, listen to this, everything we know now about everything, every way we find out about anything came through the minds of CERN. I want to show you something. I mean, look at that. Look at that. The birth of the web. The World Wide Web was invented by British scientist Tim Berners-Lee in 1989 while working at CERN. By the way, look at the, the what website it's from. It's from the website of CERN. This is CERN's actual website. Tim Berners-Lee, a British scientist, invented the World Wide Web in 1989 while working at CERN. The web was originally conceived and developed to meet the demand for automated information sharing between scientists in universities and institutes around the world. See that? Look at, look at that, man. That's the old monochrome, the old green uh, monitors that we used to have before they had colored monitors. This was it. Look what it says, World Wide Web. So this is, this is a shot of it, a screenshot of the recreated page. The first website at CERN and in the world was dedicated to the World Wide Web project itself and hosted by Berners-Lee's next computer. And in 2013, they launched the rebuilding, as we said, of it. Is that crazy? I want to ask a question. In, in the live chat or in the comments below especially, I need you to let me know that if you had no idea that everything we know about everything was created at CERN, that the Internet, the World Wide Web, the ability to do what we are doing right now was created at CERN. The beast system delivery method was programmed and birthed at CERN. Do you understand how big that is? It's important for you to understand this. CERN is a part of the long game of the beast system. It has been a part of the long game of the beast system from the very beginning. 
CERN was the foundation, is the foundation of the beast system. Would, could we not all agree that the internet is the foundation, the programming tool that has taken a nation from never dreaming that they would ever accept something called the mark of the beast to now we know it is very likely that people will quickly take it. Now, now you need to remember Agenda 2030 because Agenda 2030 is the plan that the whole world has agreed upon to systematically change everything we know about everything. Well, what is going to be the delivery method to program, to change, to turn things on and turn things off? Because if it's connected to the web, then it ha they have the ability to manipulate what is connected to the web. Once again, if you have not hit that subscribe button, and most importantly, if you haven't smashed that like button, smash it now and share this broadcast. Now, let me just tell you something very powerful about the web. Think about it. All of you, no matter, you, no matter how clean your house is, no matter how good you keep your yard, you got spiders, okay? There's spiders in your yard. That's the world. Everywhere's, everybody's got spiders. Get up under your house, car in your crawl space, spiders. I know you all freak out about spiders, but spiders is a way of life. But what is spiders known for? Spiders are known for spider webs. Think about the, ter the term of the web, the World Wide Web. Well, what is the purpose of a web? The purpose of a web is not to kill you. The web does not kill you. The spider does not build the web to kill you. What does the spider build the web to do? To trap you. And that is exactly what was created through the demonic minds of CERN. They knew that there was no way that they could just change the mindset of the world by just getting on television or writing books and telling us this is the way you ought to think. No, and they knew that they couldn't even take this technology called the Internet and even the World Wide Web and just at the very beginning re reveal their entire agenda. No, they begin to systematically build a web. And little by little, click here, click there, spam email comes to you. You think you're buying some kind of product. You click on it. It's, it's, uh, it's clickbait. You know, somebody sees something that's pornographic. Next thing you know, they click on it. They're going down a rabbit hole. They're addicted to pornography. They're going down a rabbit hole. They're believing something that, that is not, that is not uh, truthful. They're, they're believing a belief system they never thought they would believe. Somebody begins to question their faith raised in church all their life, and they click on a link that, that, that says, click here if you believe in Jesus, and you click here, thinking, I'm going to get somebody to talk to me about Jesus, and it's somebody that systematically is trying to destroy the gospel of Jesus, and people get trapped in that web. Well, over time, as I said earlier, they drop the name web because now they don't want to really remind you that you're trapped but you're trapped. And if you ever watched a spider when it traps another bug and that bug is sitting, that bug fights, 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 he don't go in there. Listen to me. The spider don't go in there while it's fighting. He don't want to fight him while he's still got strength. He lets the web, he lets the web wrap itself and, and, and just let him fight, 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 fight till he runs out of fight. And then that little spider comes across that web, spins some more of his web around him, and then begins to suck the life out of them. And that is how we have been manipulated from CERN. Now, stay with me because I'm not through blowing your mind. 
Agenda 2030 was adopted unanimously by the United Nations in September of 2015. There are 17 sustainable development goals by 2030, radical goals for the environment, culture, governance, and much more, basically everything in life. Now, would you not agree that the body of Christ should be very suspect? We should be suspecting any agenda that is embraced by every globalist, every world government entity and society in the world. If if the World Health Organization, the World Bank, Coca-Cola, Google, Mars, MasterCard, Microsoft, Nike, fill in the blank, almost every major company that has sustainable development goods, if you go to their website, they've all got a plan for 2030. How in the world are they going to do that? How in the world are they going to convince the whole world this is the best thing for us? The World Wide Web. Now, that's on one side of Switzerland. Because remember, I'm telling you, this, is, this nation is a portal. That's on one side. That's the Geneva side. If you look at the map of Switzerland, you'll see Geneva, Switzerland, on the west side of Switzerland. And CERN, about half of CERN goes through Switzerland, about another half goes through France. All right? We'll come back to Geneva in just a minute. Well, if you go, let's say, about 185 miles, I believe it's about 185 miles, to the east, you come across a place called Davos. Davos, Switzerland is on the east side of Switzerland. Geneva is on the west side of Switzerland. Same country, same little neutral country, y'all. Sweet little country. But isn't it ironic that the most powerful global entity in the world, the creator of all the narrative of everything we believe, from gender to sexuality to the climate to economics to everything we believe now, has been created and programmed and sent out from something known as the World Economic Forum. Every year, the World Economic Forum meets, uh, and they meet at Davos, Switzerland, and they are from Klaus Schwab, and you know Klaus Schwab, you know him, there he is, Klaus Schwab, you know, he's the ultimate James Bond villain, uh, if there ever was one. But isn't it ironic that the system that was created to deliver the narrative was created on one side of Switzerland and the physical natural creator and, and developer and commander of that narrative, Klaus Schwab and World Economic Forum, is on the other side of that country. I mean, most people would think, you know, well, one of them's here and one of them's in another country and they all come together as the United Nations. It's not the United Nations that is developing the narrative of the world. It is the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. The United Nations, quite frankly, have become a puppet of Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab will get up there in Davos, Switzerland, a completely unelected, he's never been elected to any office. He has no political power, but what he says at Davos, Switzerland, they will declare in the hall of the United Nations. And both of these came from the same country. So what's the delivery method? It's one thing for Davos to gather all these people together in a room and talk to them in this room, and then they all go back. In the old days, they'd have to go out in the streets and they have flyers they'd hand out. No, before they ever get back on their private jets and fly back over while they're telling us that we're supposed to eat bugs and, and you know we're going to have to drive electric cars that we can't keep charged because we're going to turn the power off, they're flying their private jets back over to us, looking down their nose at us, Already their narrative, before they ever get back to their mansions, is already being propagated all over the world through the system that was developed in the same country on the other side, underground, underground, in a place called CERN.
Speaking of underground, this might blow your mind as well. Another interesting thing about Switzerland that I bet you didn't know. This is absolutely fact. Switzerland, the little country of Switzerland, has 375,000, 375,000 known underground bunkers. What? Yes, 375,000 that we know of, that are known, that are at least admitted underground bunkers. Why? Why is there 375,000 underground bunkers? The entire Swiss Alps is full of underground bunkers in those mountains. Those mountains are nothing but bunkers. You can watch videos right here on YouTube. You, in fact, search for a video called "The Land of 100, uh, the the Land Switzerland, the Land of 375,000 Known Underground Bunkers." I'm showing you a little clip of it right now. But go watch this video; it'll blow your mind. There's there's bunkers everywhere. There's bunkers that is big enough to 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 handle a small city in one bunker. But this is also the land that underground, not only is underground where CERN is. In underground bunkers, it's the place where when Hitler was about to commit suicide, in air quotes, uh, and at the end of his reign, he realized his time was up. It is very well known that Hitler was involved in the occult. So you know what happened? It's a known fact that all of his money, he sent all of his money to be hidden in the underground bunkers of Swiss of Switzerland. Have you ever heard people trying to hide their money in the Swiss banks? Well, that's that's because there's so many ways and systems to hide things in Switzerland through these bunkers underground. So it is very it's a widely known fact that can be proven anywhere by a super little simple little search that all of Hitler's money and all of his possessions went to Switzerland. Then of course he died. That's what they say. And uh, later on, uh, they tried to figure out what to do with all of this. Uh, Nazi money, since the Nazi government and the currency was done away with, so they began to disperse it. A lot of it came to the United States. Some of it went back to Germany. A lot of it was just destroyed. Some of it was never found. Well, I ask you a question. If, if Hitler knew that he so much that, hey, I don't want to make sure my money's taken care of, get it out of here, I promise you this, all of his occultic materials that he that he didn't want to be found and discovered was taken out as well. Where did they go? They went in the underground bunkers. I submit to you that is in my opinion, this is just my opinion, that you know there's been no record. No there's I can't find anything on the internet that that shows me anybody owning the occultic items of Hitler. I believe they're still underground in Switzerland because it is a part of the demonic structure of that portal. So I think it's not by chance that CERN decided to pick that spot to tunnel underground in a nation that is already known to tunnel underground. No telling what is underneath the ground of Switzerland throughout the nation. And now we have uh, 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 an entity that is trying to pursue a God particle, declare themselves to be God to try to disprove God, and they are probably creating with force, with what they're doing with this collider, they are affecting dimensions. Dimensions are spilling over into each other. Many people that have studied CERN, many people that have worked there and have family members that work there believe that they have already 
either open that portal to the demonic realm, to the spirit realm, or they are, that's why it's 99.99999, because they don't want to finish it, because they know if they finish, if they go that one last step, they will open the portal to demon spirits on a level that has never been seen before. Some, some have even said that they are scared to death that they have been in communication with these demons in this other realm, and, and they have been asking them to not harm them if they open this portal. Let's be friends. Do not kill us when we open this. But they want so bad to tap into that. But, they're, but they believe they've seen the evil that's there. This is, this is not just hype stuff here, y'all. Many, many, many people have said that they are witnessing that. Underneath that ground, that ground is saturated with the occult. That ground is saturated. And then of all places, this idea of how to trap the world in a web called the World Wide Web was birthed underground in a lab underground in Switzerland. Mind-boggling. Talking about the ground, even, even the tunnels, even the train tunnels that are dedicated there. Look at this. I want to show you this clip right here. This is unbelievable. When you see that this happened in Switzerland and this was the dedication of a train tunnel that was going to go through the mountains and bypass many of these underground bunkers and the demonic realm. Watch this right here. This is incredible. That's insane. That is insane. That is demonic, ladies and gentlemen. What in the world? Had, can, have you seen that before? Did you know that a nation was dedicating a tunnel like this? Why? Why do you have demons? Why are you worshiping the devil to open a train tunnel? It's because that, that area in that region is a portal. Now, just a reminder about that entire area. I want you to think about this, that on the, on the east coast of Switzerland, I mean, keep saying coast, but on the east side of Switzerland is Davos, the declarer of the narrative of the world, World Economic Forum. On the west side of Switzerland is CERN in a place called Geneva. Well, that's very interesting. Geneva, where CERN is, guess what also is there? The World Health Organization that just sent out all the mandates for all the things, the closures, the, the, the wah-wah mandates, and all the things that, that we had to go through for the last three years came from Geneva, Switzerland. Don't you remember our government saying, well, we're just following the guidelines of the WHO? Well, the WHO is headquartered in Switzerland, Geneva, Switzerland. 
Hmm. Also, when it comes to the economy, the World Trade Organization that oversees all workforce ideas and mandates around the world is based in, ding, 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 you got it, Geneva, Switzerland. In fact, 33, think about that term, 33, the number 33. You really want to go down a rabbit hole. 33, of course, is huge in, in the, in the uh, Masonic numbers, okay, Freemasonry, 33, 33rd, okay. Well, there's 33 major international organizations that have the words world or global in their name, and they're all based in Geneva, Switzerland. Only blocks, maybe a couple of miles away from the headquarters of CERN, where the World Wide Web was created, 183 miles away from Davos. So you have one nation. Think about this. You have one nation, the nation of Switzerland. We're not talking about Russia. We're not talking about China. We're not talking about uh, nobody ever talks about Switzerland. That's why I'm making this video. And I don't hate the Swiss people. I'm sure the Swiss people, oh, they're so cute, blowing their, their little horns up in the mountains and E. cola, E. cola. Remember them commercials? Most of you don't have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. The Swiss people are wonderful people. I'm sure they're not demonic people. But their, that region, their land, that dirt, those mountains, in one little stretch of land there, you have the creator of the narrative of the world, Davos, World Economic Forum. And then you have that, that are partnering with, in the same country, all health mandates, all trade mandates. Oh, and by the way, the American Red Cross is called the American Red Cross, but the American Red Cross was not the first Red Cross. The American Red Cross became the American version of it, but the Red Cross was birthed in Ding, 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 Geneva, Switzerland. Guess where the world headquarters for the Red Cross is? Ding, 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 Geneva, Switzerland. So let's just very quickly think about this. You've got Davos, World Economic Forum. You've got the most powerful, elite, wealthy people in the world once a year gather in Davos to get their marching orders. On the other side in Geneva, you've got CERN. You've got all that comes with CERN that we've talked about. You've got the World Health Organization that, ta that tackles all of your health decisions, a global health rule and law, which, by the way, they just met, just recently just met, and proposed an amendment to their constitution bylaws that will be submitted to all member countries of which this, our administration in America, the UK's administration, and most all administra administrations in the world have agreed to sign it that would give executive power to the World Health Organization to override individual national freedoms in case of medical global emergencies like we just had to go through and would override your rights as a citizen. They even puts in the, in the, in the bill, in whatever you want to call it, the document, the ability to use eminent domain to even seize structures and businesses to be used as distribution of wah-wah during those kind of times. And, of course, as we close this teaching, let me just tell you something. There is, this is not the only portal in the whole world that's demonic portal, but there is something very, very demonic about this. 
So I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say you make your own decisions. You, you live your own life. That's the, that's the power of being a human being. That's the power of that dominion that God gave us in the garden. But my job is to open your eyes and show you the big picture. So here's the big picture. You are programmed right now, almost like a computer. And, you know, you are probably the most powerful computer there is. Uh, I don't think that humans have ever tapped into the ability of their mind that they really have. And the enemy knows that. So they, this is how wise and, I hate to use the word wise, but how cunning the devil is. While we have been fascinated for generations on Russia, on China, on, you know, World War I, World War II, uh, Vietnam War, Korean War, War on Terrorism, all of the countries that were involved in that, think about this. There was one country in the world that chose to be neutral. They chose to play both sides. Neutral did not mean and does not mean they do not have an agenda. It just means that they've made a decision to make themselves and their services available to both sides. And in that country that has stayed out of conflict, while we have been distracted by all these other countries, they have been developing a system to change the world. Through the World Economic Forum, through Klaus Schwab, through um, you know, Noah Yuval Harari, Yuval, excuse me, Noah Harari, and through the, through the mandates of the World Health Organization, through the mandates of the World Bank organizations around the world, they've all come out of the same country that we don't talk about. Nobody ever talks about Switzerland. CERN is trying to recreate and make themselves God, tapping into portals that many believe are transpiring from one dimension to the next, getting ready to open up to a dimension of demons that we have never seen. Now, does the Bible not tell us things like the river Euphrates will dry up, and when it dries up, hideous creatures that have been locked up will come out from the ground that the river Euphrates is holding down? Well, if that's the case, and that's in your Bible, then there are things that have held back demon spirits that have desired that are, that, that are principalities on another level of demonic power that have been restrained, that when you read the book of Revelation, they have to be released. As de de demonic and evil as this world is, it's nothing like what you read in the book of Revelation. So how does this world go so quickly into darkness? Because as the light dims, as we started this teaching, 186,000 miles per second, Darkness is falling right behind. And as the church gets quieter and quieter and smaller and smaller, it seems like darkness gets greater and greater and greater. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to make a prediction. Something significant is about to come out of CERN. 
something we will not know. It's already happening. We will not know what it is, but we will know the effects of it. Many of the things, the intensity of the earthquakes and other things that have happened. And by the way, CERN, at the time of this recording, was going every day, almost every day, and then it shut down for a year and a half. They said for maintenance. Some of the people that walked away and quit CERN have got on videos and have said they were working at CERN and they quit during that time because they 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 shut it down because they got so close to that portal and they were able to actually peer into the other dimension and see the demonic realm. And it scared them so bad they shut it down. And for the last year and a half, two, two years, until they just recently started to back up, they were supposedly negotiating with how they were going to, to handle themselves if they pierced that veil. It is a demonic portal, but it's not the only one. But all of them have one thing in common, the Internet. And it was birthed right there. There's no telling what's underneath that ground. But I'm not afraid of it. I, I'm, I know that I've been born for this moment. You've been born for this moment. We do not cower to the darkness. We teach our kids, you're going to have to be able to turn that light off and go to sleep and not be afraid of the dark. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just dark. Well, it's to be respected because darkness is powerful, but it's not to be feared because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. The Bible talks about a, a generation that was known as the sons of Issachar. And they were, be, they were known, simply says, and the sons of Issachar was able to discern the times and to know what Israel must do. Are you a son of Issachar? Are you going to let this torment you tonight and scare you to death? Or are you going to, is it going to be your launching pad to stand up and say, as long as there's light in this world, we can drive darkness away. So let's earn, collide. Let Davos say their narrative. Let the mandates fly. But for the body of Christ, we know what we've been called to do. I hope this has helped you. It has been a very interesting teaching for me to study. And it maybe gives you just something to think about. If you don't, and if this has blessed you at all, maybe you can smash that like button down there and uh, subscribe. Maybe even comment down below and let us know what you think about it. I really want you to tell me. What did you think about all that you saw? God bless you. Remember, there's no plan B. We're it. And remember, whether we're talking about CERN, whether we're talking about uh, the World Wide Web, Klaus Schwab, or whatever, on the big picture, we ain't woke, but we certainly are awake. God bless you. I'll see you next time on the big picture. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.